This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 72. Well, I'm Kino Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. You can expect one episode from me per week. During that time, I keep reminding myself, uh, so I'm trying to help me, but also help you see what the Bible has to say about handling uh, money wealth. Not that money wealth is the same thing. There's this age-old maxim that time is money. However, I'm coming with a question today, or I'm putting the two at opposite sides of the ring, of the squared circle, time versus money. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer time or do you prefer money? So, for example, if you have a choice between one million hours or one million dollars, what would you choose? I saw this somewhere. I was reading something and I saw this one million hours thing. One million hours equates to about 114 years. So that's pretty long. And one million dollars is one million dollars. Right, so US dollars, what I'm talking about, or you know, or you want to say euros or pounds or the dollar, like Bahamian dollar, but not, not pesos, no disrespect intended. So, do you want 114 years or do you want a million US dollars? Now, when I think about that, I guess it depends on your mindset, but it also depends on your age. Like for me, for example, you know, I'm, I'm 50. And so I'm not going to have 114 more years to go. So right now I'm thinking, well, you give me the million dollars and I'll, you know, I'll use it. And I still believe though time is more important, but I think it depends on the situation, right? But I still, I would lean to time in the time versus money fight, but in the 114 years versus $1 million, I'll take the $1 million, especially at, at 50. So I ran across this article on LinkedIn written by Karim Alexander called 10 Reasons Time is Worth More Than Money. I'm not going to go through all 10 of the things that he says there, but I'll do four. I actually have a few of my own, so I'll do four of his and I'll do a couple of mine. So from his list, he says one, and these are not in any particular order, you can't make more time. Okay, that's true. You cannot make more time. Time is finite, right? Money, however, you can make more money. Secondly, time creates more memories than money, right? Time is what we use to create memories. Some people say, oh, you need money to create memories. You don't. Time is what you need always to create memories. Three, when you're close to death, what are we wishing for more? We want more time, right? More time with loved ones, more time, perhaps stuff we feel like I didn't get to do. We're not asking for more money. 
we want more time. And if it is more money, we just want money to give to the doctors or, you know, to get the medicine so we'll have more time. So time is more important than money. And then the fourth thing I'll take from him is time is priceless. Money is not. When he says money is not, he's talking about the fact that money fluctuates in value. Right? So today it's worth this. Tomorrow it's worth less than that. Or maybe more. But it fluctuates. But time is priceless. Okay? So that's four of his ten. Now I have a few of my own. There may be some overlap. But, you know, you could forgive me for that. So, the first thing on my list is this. We could have all the money in the world, and yet, when our time is up on this earth, we have to go. No amount of money can change that. So, what am I talking about? When God calls, that's it. Time to go, right? Like they say in Alabama, roll tide. Secondly, Money cannot buy more time. And like he said, or like I kind of expanded on his thing, if we have more time, sorry, you want more money so you can buy more time, but money can't really do that unless it's like, hey, if I have more money, then I can buy medicine, I can, etc. right? But if we have more time, we can always get more money. That's, that's not an issue. Thirdly, if you've lived, and this, this is big. So number one on my list is big, and then this one's big too, um, probably bigger than that, and I'll tell you why. If you have lived as God requires, then you can live for eternity. <laughs> so you can live for eternity, infinite, infinity in terms of time, right, with him, where money is worthless. In fact, we leave all of it on earth when we go. We can't take it with us. So we could go to a place with him, with God, where we can live for eternity. But money is nothing. We leave it here. We can't take it with us. So those are my three of why uh, time is worth more than money. So in that, in that ring, right, that WWE ring, I'm betting on time every time. Now, one of the scriptures that I started my podcast journey with, in fact, episode one, I shared this passage in Luke 12, 13 to 21. I'm not going to read uh, all of that tonight, just a couple of verses, 20 and 21. But I do want to summarize, in case you're not quite sure or quite familiar with this passage, I want to summarize what transpires. And then I want to read what God says to the man in verse 20 and 21. So pretty much someone in the crowd, you know, Jesus was there and he says uh, to Jesus, teacher, tell my brother to divide inheritance with me. Pretty much Jesus goes on to say that, you know, he was not supposed to be a judge between the two of them when it comes to money. But he does tell this guy that he needs to be careful about greed. All right. And then Jesus tells a parable. So in the parable, there's a rich man. He has an abundant harvest. And he has a problem. His problem is he has too much stuff. He doesn't know where to put all of his crops. Like I said, it was an abundant harvest. 
And so he comes up with this master plan that he's gonna tear down his barns, he's gonna build bigger barns, and then you know he can store his surplus uh, um, crops green. And then he says to himself in verse 20, self, <laughs> you have plenty of green laid up for many years, take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. So this is this guy, and that's his problem. He has too much stuff. So he makes bigger barns to store more stuff, and then he's just going to chill, right? Life is everything. He's, he's cool. Everything he needs, he has, and he's going to be married for the rest of his life. That's kind of his plan. But then in verse 20, but God said to him, this is Jesus saying this, but God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you, then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. So ultimately, we're supposed to be going after being rich towards God, not rich toward stuff or rich toward money. Yet, I believe that when we have money, God desires us to do certain things with it. Like, for example, help the poor and needy. So here's this guy with all this stuff, and he wanted an answer to his question, right? What am I going to do? Well, there are widows and orphans that could really use some of that stuff that he had. So if you have a million dollars and ask, what do I do with all this? One answer should be, to give to the widows and the orphans, right? And there, you know, there are so many causes, so many people that need help, right? I mean, if you're going to use a million dollars to help people, it's going to be gone pretty swiftly anyway, but at least it'll be helping people. And then if you have children, the Bible says that the wise leave an inheritance for their children's children. Now, yeah, I know not all of that means money, because some things much better than money that you can leave for your children. But I believe that it includes money. So we'd want to help the poor and needy. We also want to leave an inheritance for our children's children. So not just our children, but our grandchildren as well. Now, from where I'm coming from, like let's say five years ago, six years, 10 years ago, I probably would have answered time and not money. Because I said, I'm going to take the, the uh, million dollars instead of 114 years, right? Because back then, I was leaning towards being like, rich is, rich is bad. And I didn't want to be ensnared by money. And I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I just, I work, I spend, go on vacation, but I, I didn't want to be enamored by money. Now, and the Bible does warn us about being ensnared by money and the deceitfulness of wealth. So that's, that's a real, real thing. And yet, I've come to understand also through the Bible that money is a tool to be used to help others and to bring God glory. Even the mere spreading of the gospel, that takes money. Right? Like I said, helping others, that takes money. So we can use the money as a tool 
to bring God glory. Now, I can't answer for you. You must answer for you. But what are you going to do? One million years, one million dollars. But either way, I say put God first. Let him tell you how to spend your time, right? Your one million hours. And on the other side, how to spend your money, your one million dollars, and you'll be straight. So if you do things the way God says, you'll be straight. And then earlier, my first, my third point was about what? Eternity. So when we live the way God requires us to live, we get to spend eternity with him. Now, living the way God requires us does not mean perfection. It means, though, that when we do fall down, we, we brush ourselves off, we get back up, right? And God gives us the strength to continue. But we must put him first, whether would we have his time or would we have his money? Well, guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you join me for my next episode, which by God's grace will be next week. Please invite your friends and family. Tell them how you found the podcast and some of the things that you're thinking about because of it. This is Keno Hanna signing off saying, check you later.